Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about gaining God's favor. And our key verse today is Psalm 512. Surely the Lord will bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as a shield. Wow, this is going to be an exciting lesson about God's favor in your life. And I've got a couple questions for you today. Would you like to know that God is pleased with you and that his favor is on your life? Or you may feel you've got God's favor, but you would like to have more. That's what this lesson is all about. So many Christians never tap into God's favor for their life because they don't understand how God works and don't understand what He requires when it comes to favor in our lives. Let's pray today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, I just pray for those out there that you would continue to give us favor, to give our friends that are listening favor, their family favor. Lord, you are the Most High God. You are the great I Am, and you give favor to all believers And even unbelievers get your favor to a point, and they don't realize it, but believers are guaranteed favor in their lives. And I know some of the people listening today are hurting because of so many things, so many trials in their lives. But Lord, bring them favor in this lesson today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So I want to talk to you about favor in your life. Have you looked back on your life and and seen the hand of God in your life? Well, just like he was with you yesterday, he'll be with you today, and he'll be with you in your tomorrow. You know, God always promises he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And I just thank the Lord for this lesson today. He gave this to me, and I want to give it to you today. Remember to always subscribe to our podcast so we can help encourage and inspire others. And by doing that and giving us a good rating, more people will come to know Jesus Christ in a deeper way and will be inspired every day. I know God's got a great plan for you today. So here's Exodus chapter 33 in verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, Leave this place, you and the people you brought up out of the land of Egypt, and go to the land I promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, when I said, I will give it to your descendants, and I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Pezzesites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go with you because you are a stiff-necked people. Otherwise, I might destroy you on the way. And when the people heard these bad tidings, they went into mourning, and no one put on any jewelry. For the Lord had said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, you are a stiff-necked people. If I go with you for a single moment, I would destroy you. Now take off your jewelry, and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped themselves of their jewelry from Mount Horeb onward. Now Moses used to take the tent and pitch it at a distance outside the camp. He called it the tent of meeting, and anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. Then whenever Moses went out to the tent... All the people would stand at the entrances to their own tents and watch Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and remain at the entrance. And the Lord would speak with Moses. 
when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent, they would stand up and worship, each one of them at the entrance of his own tent. Thus the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Then Moses would return to his camp, but his young assistant, Joshua, son of Nun, would not leave the tent. Then Moses said to the Lord, Look, you have been telling me, lead these people up, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor in my sight." Now, if indeed I have found favor in your sight, please let me know your ways, that I may know you and find favor in your sight. Remember that this nation is your people. And the Lord answered, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. If your presence does not go with us, Moses replied, does not lead us up from here, for how then... Can it be known that your people and I have found favor in your sight unless you go with us? How else will we be distinguished from all the people on the face of the earth? So the Lord said to Moses, I will do this very thing you have asked, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know your name. What an exciting lesson this is in Exodus, where God is speaking to Moses because he found favor with God. And you know, there's many other people in the Bible. Uh, Daniel found favor with God. In the lion's den, when the lion was trying to eat Daniel, God closed the mouth of the lion. And when David faced the giant, he found favor. The favor of God came upon him, and he was able to kill and destroy the giant. And on and on, Joseph was in prison. And in one day, God gave him favor, and he became second to only Pharaoh in all of Egypt. And this is what God can do for you and me. And so I want to go to my first point today. Every Christian has God's favor. That's right. You have favor. I have favor. It's his plan for your life to be blessed, to give you favor. Remember Psalm 512 that I spoke of earlier. Surely the Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as a shield. Yes, you have favor in your life now. If you are a Christian, unmerited divine favor from God is something we can't work for. Like God forgiving us of our sins, giving us an eternal home, giving us mercy and grace when we really don't deserve it, but he still does it. And Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is a free gift of God. Favor is unmerited, and it's a gift of God. But really, I believe in a point of favor, because if I'm doing something wrong in my life, and I'm not walking wholeheartedly for God, I shouldn't expect great favor. Now, he's still going to give me some favor, but but there are some things that you can do to increase your favor with God, and we'll talk about those. The second point I want to tell you is God favor sends an angel before them to destroy their enemies. The Israelites did not really have an army coming out of Egypt. They had been in slavery all those years, and they hadn't had time to create an army. And they're walking across the desert into the promised land. And these other communities, these other people, 
had great armies. Now, here's the thing. God didn't say, go into the promised land and I'll leave you or forsake you. He said, I'm going to give you favor and I'm going to send angel and this angel is going to remove the people from the land. Why would God do that? It's because, number one, the Israelites were his people. Number two, these were evil people in that land. They were living for idols And they were doing terrible sacrifices, different things to evil gods and evil things. And they could have walked away, but they wouldn't. And that was the promised land. And God said, I'm going to fight this battle for you. I'm going to give you favor in an angel. And so he sends the angel and those people are removed from that land so that the Israelites can move in. So God says that in Exodus 33, 1 and 3. Now that comes to a a big point about you. You have this favor in your life. So if you're down today and you're thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm in a real situation. I've got some sickness in my life or I've lost my job, my career, or I've missed a promotion. Maybe someone in your family's sick. I want you to stop right now and just pray a prayer in your heart and your mind, and say, Lord Jesus, please help me in this time of need. I need your favor, Lord. I'm crying out to you, and I promise you this. God will hear your prayer, and he will answer your prayer, and he will give you unmerited favor. It's not something you can always work for or do. You can't work for this favor, but you can cry out to God, and he will give you the favor. Just like he sent the angel before them, he gave them the promised land, but he gave them a way to walk into the promised land that wasn't something they could do because they had no army. He sent an angel on their behalf. And that is the favor of God. And that's what we're talking about today. And that's what you have, the favor of God, the Most High God in your life, if you're a Christian. Now, God doesn't put up with a prideful, rebellious heart. Now, this is one of the requirements that I say to increase your favor with God is not to have a rebellious and prideful heart. I'm going to do it my own way. I'm on my own. I can handle this. I'm self-reliant. No, that's not what God wants us to do. Remember what the Bible says in Exodus 33.3. It says, go up to the land flowing with milk and honey, But I will not go with you because you are a stiff-necked people. Otherwise, I might destroy you on the way. Why did God say this to the Israelites? Because in the earlier chapter, chapter 32, Moses had gone up to the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments from God. But what happens as he's gone is the Israelites think, well, he's gone up there too long, and we're hungry, and we don't have water, and we're starving, and all these things they start putting in their mind, and they take all this jewelry that they got from Egypt that God gave them, by the way, it was a blessing to them, but they turned it into a golden calf. And they started worshiping the calf. Many thousands of them did. You know, there's like a million people. Many thousands started putting their jewelry in. And you know the story probably, but they melted it down and they made a false god. And when they did this, it so displeased God that he didn't want to give any favor to these people. But remember, there was a man who God saw greatness in, who God saw dedication in, who God saw wonderful things in, and that was Moses. And so because of Moses and because Moses followed the Lord wholeheartedly and didn't have a rebellious heart, he had a couple of times in the Bible he had that God corrected him. But for the most part, he was a great man of God 
And he said, Lord, I love you. I trust you. And we're crying out to you. And because of his obedience to God, because he did not have a rebellious heart, God gave the whole company of people favor through Moses. But he goes to him, he says, "Uh, I'm not going to go with you up here because your people have a stiff neck and they follow other gods. So I'm I'm not sure what I'm going to do with them. But if I get in their presence, I might destroy them. And Moses cries out to God on their behalf. And he goes to God and talks to God, and God relents on doing something terrible and and decides to go ahead and go with Moses because he grants him the favor. The next point I have is God gives Moses favor by speaking with him, by God's presence coming to him, the Holy Spirit falling on him. And remember, we talked about the tent, Exodus 33, when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, They would stand up and worship each one of them at the entrance of his own tent. Thus the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. So that's the relationship God wants with you is a personal relationship where you know your position and God knows his. He's the great I am and we're his children and we have inherited this favor with God. But we must have the right attitude towards God. We must have the right heart. And so in this, it's such a great thing. Now, the the presence of God back then would fall on people. It didn't live in them like it does the Christian right now. I'll, I'll tell you the difference. If you look at Exodus 13, 21, by day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way by night, a pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel by day or night. Now, this was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was falling on the encampment leading them, guiding them, helping them, giving them favor, giving them water where they had no water, giving them protection where they had no protection, sending angels. All these wonderful things were happening through the power of the Holy Spirit. But it wasn't living inside of them like it does the Christian. When you become a Christian today, when you accept Christ as your personal Savior, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit lives in you. It takes up residence in you. So you can always talk to God every day because he's always present. He's omnipresent with you once you become a Christian, and you can talk to him. Now, Moses was talking to God because God fell like in a cloud over this tent and would talk to Moses when he wanted to tell him something. But you can talk to God all the time. And so, When you look at Acts chapter 2, Peter led the Israelites to the Lord during that part. It says in Acts chapter 2, when a person becomes a Christian, repent and be baptized, every one of you, Peter said in Acts chapter 2, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, God didn't want you to be alone in this life. And since he was taken up into heaven from his fleshly body, He went back up to be on the throne with the Father, and he sent an advocate, a counselor, the Holy Spirit, to you by the way of the Holy Spirit, and that's living inside of you. That is such a precious gift. That is the most precious gift. The Holy Spirit is God in us, living in us. Today, we can talk with God in our heart, mind, and prayers. What favor that is. He is always present with us. And so, that's the difference between Old Testament and New Testament. The Old Testament, uh, the followers, God would fall on them like the fire or the cloud. 
and lead them that way. And in this way, God sent his Holy Spirit and he's living inside of me. If you're a Christian, he's living inside of you and you can talk to him face to face just like Moses did in the tent. And so what a great favor that is. Now, my next point is Moses walked blameless before the Lord and found great favor. There's a difference. You can have favor, but do you want great favor? Listen to what it says in Exodus 33:17. So the Lord said to Moses, I will do this very thing you have asked For you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. So many people in the Bible have found favor. Noah was one of those people in Genesis 6, 8 through 11. It says, Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. And because he did, God gave him great favor. Noah was seen as a righteous man, and blameless. And so God gave him great favor. And so you want to be found blameless. I I tell you what, every morning when I wake up, I always kneel down to God and say, God, let this day be the day you want it to be. Let me be the man you want me to be. Let me follow your spirit and not mine. Let me follow your word and not mine. Let me be a blessing and encouragement to everyone I meet. Lord, fill my heart with joy and favor in Jesus' name. And that's what I do. And that starts my day off, always right and correct. And and I'm so thankful that I can walk. You should believe that the favor of God is with you so much that you can step out in anything you're trying to do, and God's favor will go before you. That's the kind of favor you need. And that brings me up to my next point is great faith produces great favor. Great faith produces great favor. You'll, you might be saying to me, well, what do you mean? Well, I'm saying to you, if you believe that Christ can give you more favor, if you just believe it and you step out in faith, then great favor will go before you. But we must have great faith in God's ability to protect us, to help us, to bless us, to love us, to heal us, to give us peace, prosperity, security, and more. Have faith in God for favor when your situation seems hopeless in the natural. You know, Moses had great faith in God during troubled times, and he asked for God's help knowing he was all-powerful and could help. What kind of trouble did they have? Well, they were faced with an army at one point. Pharaoh had sent his army after he released them, and he was coming across the desert with his chariots and army, and they were faced with the, the ocean, the sea, and Moses cried out to God and said, God, help us. And God put the fire, the Holy Spirit fire in front of them, a pillar of fire to hold off the army. And then he took the waters of the ocean and he separated them so that they could walk across dry land. The whole million Israelites, a whole million of them walked across dry land. In the midst of that, the army chased after them. And then Moses called out to God again. And his army, Pharaoh's army, was destroyed with the waters. They were parted, but when the army got into the dry land on the ocean, the waters came back over the land and drowned the whole army of Pharaoh as he stood on the hill. So God has been called out by Moses many times when his situation was hopeless in the natural, but supernaturally God would come to their aid. And that's what I'm trying to say to you today in this lesson. This is such an important point. If you need great favor, 
then jump out in great faith and believe God and call out to him and cry out to him until he answers you and he'll give you great favor. My number six point is God's presence in your life will be seen by men and they'll glorify God. When people see that you're living a righteous life, because it's not my righteousness, it's not that I'm being a perfect person, it's because Christ died on the cross and his blood covered my sin, and I become and you become the righteousness of Christ, then what happens is people see us as that. God sees us as that. He gives us favor. And when God shows up in the natural, he's a supernatural God. So when he shows up to a natural problem, to us, we, we just don't know what to do. He makes it all right and correct, and he does this supernatural, unbelievable thing for us. People will glorify God when they see God working in you and through you, and especially when you're blessing them and others through God because of what God has done for you. You can tell your story of what God has done for you, and you'll be an inspiration and encouragement to so many others. I'm just telling you. And so this is a great point, that God's presence in your life will be seen by men, and they'll glorify your God, and they'll want what you have. They'll want the great life. You know, so many Christians are down in the mouth and sad, and they don't realize the great favor that they have, and they should be uh, joyful and happy and understand that God is with them, and God wants to give you this great favor. Just have faith in Him, and it'll all work out. My number seven point is Moses continued to believe God for favor, even when times got incredibly tough from the point of where we are in the Bible here. Um, so many times he had to cry out to God. You know, once a trial is over, <laughs> you might think, okay, we're smooth sailing. Well, life isn't like that, is it? Life has many trials. Many things happen during life to so many people. But I'll tell you this, we serve a great God, we serve the great I Am, the Lamb of God, the perfect, wonderful Savior, and He is there every time, and we should always cry out to God, and that's exactly what Moses continued to do. One point in Exodus is when the children of Israel have no water at all. Now, imagine being out in the desert, having a million people and no water. Now, that's a big problem. And you don't see any water, and you're hot, and it's way over 100 degrees, and everybody's thirsty, and they're crying out, really physically crying out, and they're almost at death, maybe some of them, and some of them are very old, and they need a lot of water to drink, and there's no water. Moses cries out to God. God tells him to hit a rock. He hits the rock, and a million people get water. Now, that happened over and over and over with them, is that they would cry out and God would supernaturally bring them great favor and fix the problem. Well, that leads me to you today. What problem is going on in your life? I just want to ask you, what is it that's bothering you? What great problem do you have? Take it to God in prayer. Believe Him for great favor today. You have it. If you're a Christian, God wants to bless you. Make sure you've repented of your sin. Make sure your heart is wholeheartedly dedicated to the Lord. Make sure you're reading your Bible. Make sure that anything you've done wrong, uh, try to make amends with people. Try to live for the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will bring you great, great favor. Psalm 145, 19 says, He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. 
he also will hear their cry and will save them. So he's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He is going to love you and give you favor. During this time and this season, you will receive great favor as you follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen, I'm praying for you here at Encouraging Moments. Uh, We love you, and we're hoping that you have nothing but blessing. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for each individual listening to our podcast today. Father, bless them. Give them great favor. Let them know you're opening up new doors. You're opening up new opportunities. You're giving your favor to them, which is a supernatural favor that can change the natural in their lives. Whatever the problem is, Father, give them great favor during this season to overcome, to renew, to restore and to excel in all they do, Father. We ask it in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Well, I'm so glad you joined me today. Remember to subscribe to our podcast. We are here to inspire and encourage you. I love you in the Lord. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.